Ephesians 3, 14 to 19, for this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Let the church say amen. Good evening, Allen family of Christ. This is Reverend Nicole Edmonds with you tonight, and we pray and hope that you had a wonderful day, and we just want to say thank you, God, for another day's journey. Amen. And on behalf of our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake, and our pastor emeritus, the Reverend Dr. Floyd Flake, we welcome you to the Greater Allen Cathedral Evening Prayer Line. Tonight, we have with us a minister of Allen. Um, Reverend Lois Stewart, who is with us tonight. Uh, she teaches Old Testament. She has been teaching Old Testament for a long time, and we thank God for her. Reverend Lois Stewart, you may lead us in prayer. Thank you, Reverend Edmonds. Giving honor to Almighty God, giving honor to our pastor and our pastor emeritus and all who are on the line tonight and all of your family, thanking God for all of you and for your taking the time seeking it not robbery, to set aside the time to learn more about God and to join in intercessory prayer one with another. I'd like to start with Psalm 100. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness and delight. Come into his presence with joyful singing. Know and fully recognize with gratitude that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with a song of thanksgiving and his court with praise. Be thankful to him. Bless and praise his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy and loving kindness are everlasting. His faithfulness endures to all generations. Shout joyfully, shout joyfully to the Lord our God, all the earth. I'd like for us to consider... The power of praise and living in expectation. The power of praise and living in expectation. There's a song that we used to sing, and one of the lines in the song was, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. The indication is that it starts with praise. And if it starts with praise, it also ends with praise. Praising God for who he is, for what he has done, for what he has done for us and for what he will do. Blessings go up to our creator, the Lord God Almighty, the one who created everything, including you and me, and apart from whom there is nothing and no one, and that includes you and me. It is only fitting that we should praise the one who created us, and God is the one who keeps us, taking care of us, providing for us, protecting us, even when we don't have enough sense to protect ourselves. God is the one who has sent people into our lives to help us, just as he has sent us into others' lives to help them. But it is God who stands behind it all. 
Oh, you can and should thank those who have and are helping you, just as those who help us should thank us. But apart from God, if it was not for him, they could not even help themselves. It is God who is providing for all of us. So if they could not help themselves, if God was not providing, how could they help you? Apart from God, there is nothing and no one, whether they believe in him, serve and worship him or not. Scripture tells us that all things, including people, are God's servants, and that can be found in uh, Psalm Psalm 119. We are exalted and encouraged to praise God, but God does not mandate us to praise him. Praise is voluntary. And when we think of the goodness, the mercy, the loving kindness, the steadfast love and faithfulness of God to us, even in the midst of our unfaithfulness, our sins, our unbelief, our half-heartedness and disrespect, that's saying a lot. And we should drop to our knees in shame and repentance and praise and worship him with all that is within us for all that he has done and continues to do for us. We praise him not for the blessings to come down, but we praise him for who he is and what he has already done for us, for our families, our friends and neighbors and co-workers, even those that we do not even know. For God is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of the praise, your praise and my praise. Do you realize that the praise we praise, the same God who brought forth the earth out of nothing, the same one who blew the very breath of life into Adam, do we realize that that same breath, God's breath, the Ruah, is the same breath in your body and mine? Oh, my sisters and my brothers, we ought to truly praise him for who he is. God is the same yesterday, Genesis 1 and 1, today and tomorrow. He changes not. He is the same God that parted the Red Sea, kept the promise, and promoted Joseph and Daniel, walked in and through the fire with Hanael, Mishael, and Azariah, also known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He closed the mouth of the lions, making them a pillow for Daniel. He fought their battles, Israel's battles for them, giving them victory after victory, and making David, a man after his own heart, king. The same God wrapped himself in flesh and walked on the earth he created, to take our sin and iniquity on himself so that we would have his forgiveness, his freedom, and his authority. So, yes, we ought to praise him. We should praise him. We must praise him for all the blessings he has already poured down upon us. The many, many times he has brought us out of danger, seen and unseen, raised us up from beds of affliction and beds of iniquity. So now when you stand in need, Why are some of us crying? Why are we in despair as if God never came through for us? He has changed. Has he changed? Is he not the same that he was before, yesterday and today? Perhaps it is us who has changed, or is it our hope that we have in another God who is no God at all? God is saying to us, get up. Stand up straight and tall. Dry your eyes because you are a child of the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, and nothing and no one is too hard or difficult, too big or bad or 
and our God. Remember what he has already done for us. Ask him. Lay your petitions at his feet with thanksgiving. But, but you must, we must come to him in faith, in belief that he is just who he said that he is. And expect, expect that he will do just what he has promised to do. If you believe in, cling to, adhere to him, just as Jesus the Christ admonished us to do throughout the Old Testament, excuse me, throughout the New Testament. Expect it. Expectations enhances and builds up and bolsters our faith to a higher level. Expectation says that I know that God not only can, but that he will do all that he said that he can do, and he will and can do it for me. And as the praises go up, the blessings will come down. We need to stand on his promises, expecting God to keep, to fulfill, and to do his word. We should live in a state of expectation, looking eagerly to see how God will bring it to pass, and rejoicing and praising him for it even before it is manifested in this physical realm. The power of praise is awesome. The power of praise, we do not fully understand. The power of praise can change your life and mine, all of our situations. The power of praise can change the atmosphere and the very earth that we live on. The power of praise is awesome. God has created it so that we would have a part in all that he is doing for us. And when we place our expectations in it, it only adds to the power of praise because we are then showing God that we believe in him, that we believe that he is who he said that he is and that he can do all that he said that he can do and so much more. So I want to encourage you tonight to understand and live in the power of praise and to also live in expectation, expectation of what God will do for you and what he will do for me. We need to sometimes sit down and get quiet and quiet ourselves, quiet our spirits, and listen and believe and remember all that God has already done for us. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of our Son, Jesus, we come to thee tonight as humbly as we know how. God, many come with so many problems and situations that they have been lingering over and tossing and turning night after night and day after day and cannot seem to find a solution for. But God, they come. You said to come and to come and bring everything to you. So we come tonight and we lay it at your blood-stained feet, God. We ask you for release. Release from any and every bondage. Release from doubt. Release from hesitation. Release from unbelief and to strengthen our belief in you. As the man said when he brought his son to the disciples, and the disciples could not heal him of the demon that possessed him. And Jesus said to him, only believe. And he said, God, I believe. Help my unbelief. So for any vestiges tonight, Father, any vestiges of doubt, of unbelief, that may be within us, any hesitation that we may have to bring everything to you. 
We're asking you tonight, Father, to release us from that, to release us and help us to look for and expect, expect salvation for our families. No matter what our families have been involved with, no matter how estranged they are, whether they're speaking to each other or not, whether in the same household, under the same roof, there is discord, there is anger, there is enmity. We expect it to change because we expect salvation and deliverance and healing for our families to come from you, no matter what they've been in, no matter what they are involved in now. We expect you to shake them up and turn them around and to bring them out because you can do it. You did it for us, and you can do it for them. Oh, God, help us to expect because we declare and decree tonight God-filled futures for our children. I don't care how old they are. I don't care if they have children yet or not. We expect God-filled futures for them, for their children, and for their children's children even until the end of this age. God, we expect to have sound minds. We have opened our minds up to many things that we should not have opened them up to. We have given ourselves over, knowingly and not knowingly, to situations and circumstances that we had no business being in. We have allowed things to come into our mind, into our home, into our thoughts that we should not hold on to. And we're asking you tonight to help us to turn them aloof, to release them, to let them go. And we cast down in the name of Jesus the Christ and by his blood anything that would attempt to exalt itself above you, above the Lord God Almighty, above our Creator. God, you are sovereign and you are Lord. And help us to remember to keep you sovereign, first place, to remember that you are our Lord. When things attempt to attack us, oh God, if we have to say it out loud to ourselves, help us to do so, so that we can claim who we are, that we are your children, and that we love you, and we respect you, and we honor you. Oh, Father, help us to be raised up from any and all afflictions. You have healed us before. Help us not to doubt or to hesitate or to ask the question, will you do it again? Help us to know that the answer is you can do it. Help us to expect it to be done. Help us to look for it. Help us to search for it. And help us to do that which we need to do. If that includes changing our diets, then help us to do so. If it means changing our lifestyles, help us to do so. Nobody can do that but you. We've tried to do it. We've tried in many different ways, Father, but it has not happened. And help us to learn to manage and increase our finances. Sometimes we don't know where the money goes. Help us to sit down and to examine what we're doing with it. And to release the things that we do not need in our lives that are draining us, draining our finances, draining opportunities that you bring to us, draining the ability for us to participate in those opportunities. Oh, God, help us to be released from relationships that we know are not good for us. Help us to pray for toxic people, but help us not to keep them in our lives. Help us to lift them up to you, even those that would attempt to abuse and misuse us. Help us to bring them before you, but, Lord, we do not have to stand around and allow ourselves to be a, 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 a punching bag for those 
that well, to allow them to bring our spirit down. Help us to keep our spirit high in you, looking to you for everything, believing in you that you are who you said that you are, yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, God, there's so many things, but help us to take the time to get quiet and to sit with you and to go over them and to lay them at your feet, oh, God, knowing that you can change our desires, knowing that you can change our situations, knowing that you can change our beliefs, oh, God, in things that are not of you, helping us to understand that we can release, to open our hands and release it, and know that in opening our hands, O oh God, you are then able to fill them with what you desire to have us put in our hands. Help us, O oh God, to praise you the way that we should praise you for all that you have done. And help us to expect all that you will do. Help us to live in a perpetual state of joy and thanksgiving because our God can never fail. Our God has never failed, and our God will not fail now. So help us to be expectant. And while we are expectant, help us to remember to praise you. And thank you that within that praise, Father, as the blessings go up, as the praises go up and bless you, you will send your blessings down to bless us. But help us to first and foremost Praise you for who you are and for what you have already done and what you are doing. We give you tonight all the honor and the praise, the glory and the thanksgiving for another opportunity, O oh God, to come before you and to lay it all at your feet. And if there's anyone on the line tonight that has not yet repented and sought you to be their Lord and Savior, help them tonight to cry out to you, what must we do? And we thank you for receiving them. And we thank you for bringing them into your family. So we give you honor and praise and glory and thanksgiving for our new brothers and sisters in Christ. We love you, Lord. Continue to keep us under your blood and hide us in the shadow of thy wings in the day of trouble. In the name of Jesus Christ and by his blood and the people of God said amen and amen. Amen and amen and amen. We praise God tonight for your meditation, uh, Reverend Lois Stewart, and also your prayers, that there's so much power in praise. If we would just take that time to just praise the Lord, God would begin to even put that a strong expectation and a hope in our hearts as we just continue to look to him. So we thank you so very, very much, Reverend Stewart. Alan family, we thank you also for coming on you know, as I'm looking at date, you know, one more month and it'll be it will make four years that we have been coming on this line. And some of you um, have not missed a night, or if you did, it was one or two. So we thank God for your faithfulness to come on each and every night. We're asking God to pour out His great Spirit upon you and even to pour out his spirit of praise upon you. God gives us a divine exchange, so we thank him for praise. So have a good night's rest, and we will be back on tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. God bless each and every one of you. And, and God bless again. you, Reverend Edness. Thank you, Reverend Stewart. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. What a wonderful night of prayer. Thank you. God bless.